today's my story. Um, I get the privilege, and I'm so excited. I was just telling her, I said, I'm kind of nervous. And then she's like, well, I never really say nervous. I'm like, well, I think it's kind of, I'm kind of excited, and I am, because it's somebody that I do life with and I love very much, that we get to uh, worship with one another, we exercise together, we send funny videos to each other to encourage each other, we just do life together. Um, and my prayer is that everybody has a friend like that. It's so important to be able to have a friend like that. So um, but with the my story, I love how the Lord is constantly writing our stories. It's simply beautiful how much He loves us. And, um, and so this my story is going to be very interesting with Lila because uh, she has a cool word, and when she gave it to me, I was like, oh my God, that's so good. And then I kind of looked into what she had said and what she had t- um, sent me, and I was like, goodness gracious, because what she said is like God gave me the same day that we were together um, on July 15th. And so in Psalm 27, 13, I'm going to go ahead and get started because I don't, I want to say her word, but I want her to say it. In Psalm 27, 13, is the scripture says, I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Um, and so that day on July 15th, um, I lost a friend and um, to cancer. And she was 43. She left two children behind and um, just the kindest husband. And Lila has also had a friend, and I, I hope she don't mind me sharing, uh, the same name who passed away of cancer. So that is something um, that God has given Lila and I, um, and I'm going to try not to cry when I look at her, we're both <laughs> trying not to be emotional here, uh, but in a good way, not a sad way. He gave us each other for this time, for this season, and we have commonalities in those things that we've experienced in life that's making us who we are. So when she sent me her word, and I, I read that scripture, I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Um, he gave me that word. And Lila and I were supposed to go walking, and it had stormed that day. Um, and we were texting back and forth and kind of trying to get our feel if we were going to go or not. And... I called her to let her know, hey, it's still storming kind of here, and I let her know then that my friend had passed away. Because she said, how's your day? And I, maybe she just knew. She never really asked that all the time. Sometimes she'll say, I hope you had a great day, but she asked, how is your day? And when I told her, she said, I'm coming to pick you up. <laughs> and, and she doesn't know this. I'm telling her this for the first time. I really didn't want to go. No, I knew you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to just kind of... Not hide, but you know, you know how I am, be by myself for a minute. And I thought, all right, Kim, do it. We're going. So I said, okay. And if you don't know, Lila, it's, it's hard to tell her no. <laughs> and so, um, and um, so she came pick me up in her husband's truck, and um, we just went for a ride. We went and got us an ice cream, and. We went for a ride, and we got lost, and Lila is a Mississippi girl, so she's like, these are your roads. Do you not know where you are? And I was like, um, we're on some dirt road. I have no clue. <laughs> but we ended up at this beautiful spot, and I posted it on Instagram, and um, it was foggy, and there was one little boat out there. A man was fishing, 
and uh, she parked the truck. She put it in park. She left it running. She's very cautious and making sure she's always checking her surroundings. And I just kind of stepped out to take some pictures of trees because the trees are my favorite. And as I'm taking pictures of trees, Lila's taking a picture of me. <laughs> and um, and so I'm looking at the trees, and I'm just trying to take in and process everything that just happened that day. Um, and I hear her say, oh, look him. And when I turned, <laughs> there's this beautiful rainbow. And the longer we stared at it, the brighter it got. And Lala just looked at me with tears in her eyes because it wasn't just for me. It was for her. And she said, oh, look, him. Look at how much he loves us. Mm-hmm. And it just did something, right? It's the simplicity. It's the details of life where you look and you see. And I got to experience that with you. And I will be an old lady thinking about that day. He gave us a rainbow, which is a, a reminder of a promise. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and so, and then Psalm 27 talks about, wait for the Lord. Um, be strong, Lila and Kim, and whoever's listening to this, and take heart. Mm-hmm. So you know how I am, I like to look up stuff. And I was like, I think I know what that means to take heart. Um, and so I've looked up my stuff, and I'm fixing to stop talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so wait for the Lord, be strong, and take heart, and wait for the Lord. And so with the word that you gave me and you sent me the other day, um, what does that mean for you? Like when he says, Lila, take heart, what does that mean for you? Well, I'm a simple girl. It means don't quit. Mm-hmm. So I think that um, we go through a lot in life. Um, life is not easy. Um, we do have moments of easiness. We have seasons. And that's another one of my favorite verses is um, to everything there is a season, a time to be born, a time to die. Yeah. Um, I remember in this very church, we had a um, young lady who um, got pregnant out of wedlock. Mm-hmm. And that is a um, something that people kind of look at, mm-hmm. um, they look down on. And I remember the Lord told me, go up to her and tell her that I said, mm-hmm. To everything there is a season, a time to be born, and that's that. It's that baby, that baby's time to be born. Amen. And so, um, seasons change. So there's hard seasons. Yes. There's easy seasons. There's time when life is flowing along just fine. Mm-hmm. There's time when um, your friends pass of cancer. Mm-hmm. And I do want to say that um, when we look at that verse um, again, it says, "I'm sure now I'll see God." God's goodness in the exuberant earth. Stay with God, take heart, don't quit, and I'll say it again, stay with God. When we look at that verse, David um, was the author of that passage. He was the author of um, that psalm Mm. during a time when Doug the Edomite was um, chasing him. So if you look at the life of David, um, over the course of his life up until that point, he was anointed as a young man to be king. He went back into the shepherding field, mm-hmm. you know, fought the lion mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. He goes and he fights Goliath. He goes into Saul's court. Then Saul's chasing after him, trying to kill him because he's jealous and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And here he is. He's still not king in this in this passage. He's still not king. And um, he's saying, 
Hey, hold on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad right now. Yeah. I'm in this cave and I'm hiding out. My parents have abandoned me. If you read the whole chapter, he says, my parents have abandoned me. But I'm sure of this. I'm going to see God's goodness. And that's a promise to all of us. Amen. So when we see rainbows, his promise still stands. And if you look at anybody in the Bible who had plenty of opportunity to quit and that, you know, you think maybe I would have been like, hey, time out, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Being king is or getting to be king is yes. way hard. Yeah. The path to get there is way hard. Yep. And there's oftentimes in, in our lives, in my personal life, you know, when I lost my friend, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say my friend's name. Yeah. Her name is Ashley. Yes. And I think it's very important to remember yeah. remember those yeah. people. Yeah. And I'll start crying too if I it's talk okay. about her. Yeah. But um, my friend Ashley had just passed away um, right before I was diagnosed with breast cancer. She also passed away with, or she passed away with breast cancer. And um, and then three months later, I was diagnosed. And I want to pause right here and say that I get really, I don't want anybody to think that breast cancer is the only part of my story. No. Um, my breast cancer is a part of my story, but mm-hmm. it is not Mm-mm. a defining moment for me. Amen. Um. It did give me a, a time. It was a season. Mm-hmm. It was a long season. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it really hurt my soul worse than it really hurt my body. Yes. Um, it was just very, it was very difficult mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. um, mentally to handle. And so, um, and I'm still fighting that battle. Mm-hmm. And so my word is still don't quit. Don't quit. Don't quit. Yeah, take life, heart. Life is tough. Mm-hmm. Don't quit. Mm-hmm. But I do want to tell a story. Yeah, go ahead. Um, in the middle of my, my cancer battle, um, I had just had a double mastectomy, which is a pretty gruesome su- surgery. Um, and with the double mastectomy, I had had some spacers put in. So I had, it's called, you know, double mastectomy with reconstruction. Okay. So, um, and part of the reconstruction process is you get these things put in and then you have to go and have them aired up or you insert fluid and things like that. So you have to grow yourself back out so that okay. you can have um, something else put in. So you can have some form to your chest. I'm trying to say it in a nice You're way. Doing usually, beautifully. Usually, oh you know, I'm pretty crude with <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> You're doing beautifully. So, and it is a very painful process. It's not yeah. very easy. So they take everything out okay. and then you have to start growing yourself or get preparing your body to... Um, to have another surgery so that you can, you know, have some form. Anyway, so when during that process, um, it is pretty traumatic, um, mm-hmm. you know, to lose a friend, then get diagnosed three months later, and you have no idea if you're going to live or die, mm-hmm. and that's just, it, that is what it is. Um, you have no idea if you're going to live or die, and then you're going through this regrowth process. Yeah, that, right? that was something that you said. I remember at church, you asked the church, we were, you were singing, and you mm-hmm. would ask the church to pray, and you said what you just said, you know, I'm going through this, but I need you to pray for my mind. I need they you don't, to pray for my mind. You know, mm-hmm. we don't, we think we just hear parts of people's story, but mm-hmm. you had just lost a friend too, processing that, going through all that, right? So Correct. that's okay. Mm-hmm. So it, I would always ask that when the day I found out I was diagnosed, I didn't ask people to pray for a healing. Mm-hmm. I ask people to pray for my mental health. Amen. Um, I'm very protective of my mental health. Mm-hmm. I stay in the Word a lot. Amen. Um, I worship a lot, mm-hmm. as you know. I do know. Um, <laughs> I pray a lot. Me and Jesus have lots of conversations yeah. because I am very protective of my mental health. And that's another thing. Um, 
we get wrapped up a lot in uh, drama or, you know, trauma, really, yes. um, and things like that, and we're not protective of our mental health, and we've got to be protective. We've Amen. got to be diligent in that. Don't don't quit in that area as well. Right. And so even when life gets easy again, we still don't quit. But mm-hmm. anyway, in the middle of my growing out process, um, Roy, you know, he traveled, at that time, he traveled a lot for work, mm-hmm. but in those the four or five months, he had not traveled. So, um, and then at the same time, we decided that Avery needed to change schools, Mm -hmm. and then I decided I wanted to change careers, Mm -hmm. which was not a good time for me, but the (laughs) Lord opened the door, and He told me to step on through, so I did. So we had a lot of season changes going on right there um, at once. Yeah, that's a lot. coming out of trauma, or trying to come out of trauma, I just was not coping well, and so Roy came home one day, and he was like, hey... I'm going to go out of town for five days, and you'll be okay, you know. And I was like, I don't know, because I had not been away from him. Mm -hmm. You know, and I I became very um, codependent emotionally with him when I was walking through that cancer battle. And so um, I was driving down the road. No, I fell asleep, and um, when I woke up the next morning, I had a little spasm in my chest, and I thought, oh, well, I have gas. (laughs) (laughs) just a little bit (laughs) I just got a little bit of gas that's what it is that's what it is and so I was I was um convinced that my little my little spasm in my chest was gas but when I got up my my gas didn't go away (laughs) it was something so it was something and I was like oh it feels like my my heart is fluttering a little bit yeah I was like well what is this and it was the first day Roy left to go out of town and so um, I was nervous and thinking, oh, my God, I'm having, yeah. you know, my mind automatically sure. went to the what ifs yep. and all that stuff. Yep. Um, and in reality, I was having a panic attack. And okay. so, um, and panic attacks are, are, are tough. But anyway, mm-hmm. so I just thought, you know, I'll get over it. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Well, day two, the next day, um, I didn't sleep that night, and I, I was still having all those chest flutterings. Mm-hmm. And used to, if that would have happened to me, prior to my diagnosis, di- diagnosis of cancer, I would have went to the doctor immediately, but not after that. I don't want to go to the doctor ever again. I don't ever want to step foot in a, a, a physician's office. So I was trying to battle through on my own. Wow. And knowing the whole time what it was. I mean, yeah. I knew I knew you what know. it was. Mm-hmm. About 30 minutes after it didn't go away, I knew what it was. Well, the Lord has blessed me tremendously with phenomenal doctors every step of the way. And one of my doctors, um, his name is Dr. Wilson. He is a retired plastic surgeon from here. And then he came out and started working at Martin Army. And we, I love him. Um, I waited four days because I had an appointment with him, and I was like, well, I'll mention it to him and see what he says about this heart fluttering, mm-hmm. spasmy thing going on in my chest. And so I mentioned it to him, and he runs, he lets me do an EKG, and he said, now walk it back over here, and we'll go over it. So I do. And he said, well, you're normal, <laughs> <laughs> which I knew I was. Yeah. And he kind of, he put his hand on top of my hand, and he said, now listen, mm-hmm. you've been going through a lot of trauma. Yeah. And um, I am, I don't like to change routines and things like that. So, yeah. so all through my diagnosis, um, I was very firm with my family. 
and friends, even in the recovery process, I was like, nothing changes for me as far as routine and working yes. out and yep. doing things like yep. that. I just was mm-hmm. very, did, I didn't take off work. You know, mm-hmm. obviously I did when I had surgery. That's what you and I have that in common. Mm-hmm. So I, did, I didn't want to slow down because in, in reality, I don't want to slow down because I know that when I That's do right. slow down, yes, we have all this in that stuff is going to pile back yes. up on me. You can yeah. sweep it under the rug, but it's, it's yeah, still there. It's there. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Dr. Wilson, he tells me, you know, I think that this is anxiety. And he said, I don't think it is. I know it is. Mm-hmm. And so I went home that evening and I have surrendered to God many, 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 many times in my life. Um, I was raised Pentecostal, so I used to get saved every day. And so, <laughs> so um, I have, when I say I've surrendered, there's been times, you know, I've hit the floor, <clears throat> Lord, you can have it, I'm not going to take it back. And then, you know, I lay it down at his feet and I'll just go back and I'll pick it back up. And that's what I kept doing with all my trauma, you know, and I just kept picking it back up. Well, that one week was just a combination of everything. <clears throat> Avery was starting a new school. Roy was gone. I was starting a new job. All this cancer stuff, all this trauma stuff. I'm trying the regrowth process and in a lot of pain. And um, so it just all piled back up on me. And so I went home from the doctor and um, I was laying in the bed. And and something else that I don't often tell people, but I am going to share it on with you and all these people that will listen. That's right. <laughs> I was raised in a two-parent home, yeah. um, but my dad is an addict. Mm. And so because of that, I don't have a close relationship as an adult with him. Yes. When I was a child, mm-hmm. I did have, I was a daddy's girl, had a mm-hmm. very close relationship with him. When I was a teenager, I felt sorry for him, um, but I still had a really good relationship mm-hmm. with him through my mm-hmm. teenage years. Um, but, uh, you know, addiction eventually gets the best of you. And, mm-hmm. and so he kind of surrendered to his addiction for a while. And so, um, because of that, as an adult, um, right. I chose not to continue a yeah. uh, toxic relationship with him. Yeah. And so, um, we share cordialities and of course I respect him yeah. and I love him and I yes. pray for him, yeah. but I don't have right. a relationship with him. Yeah. So anyway, I come home from the doctor that night, I go to bed and I just, Real, said a real simple prayer, mm-hmm. and I just said, Lord, I need your help. Amen. That's all I said. I need your help. And um, my chest was fluttering. And when, when I say my chest was fluttering, it wasn't like a little pitter-patter mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. now and then. It was nonstop. Every mm-hmm. time I took a deep breath, mm-hmm. it was I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. It was disrupting every single bit of my life. And so I lay down, and um, I go to sleep finally, and I begin to dream. And um, the Lord gives me spiritual dreams from time to time. And uh, so I began to dream, and we were up at our church, at the big church, the big white church. The big white church. The big white church (laughs) that I love. I know, our favorite. Yep. (laughs) And and I had came into service late, and worship had already started, and it was just packed out. And, um, and this is your dream that you're this having. This is my dream. Okay. Yes. And so I walk up to the front of the, the church, mm-hmm. and I can only get on the second row behind where Rodney and Debbie used to sit. Yes. 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 And so I could only get on the second row. <laughs> I know exactly where yep. you are right now. <laughs> I could only get on the second row. And I start worshiping, and, um, and I remember there was a man in there who was like, exuberant with his worship and I remember being jealous of him in my dream with how um, exuberant he was with 
praise and worship because it was so beautiful and loud and yeah. it was with his whole heart. Mm-hmm. And so um, anyway, something caught the corner, I caught my eye out of the corner to the left of me and I, I look and like I said, the church is packed, but I see this man like stepping over people trying to work his way through that aisle. And I was like, he's not going to find a seat. But anyway, I look away, but then I look again. And when I look again, I lock eyes with the man, and it's my daddy. Oh, wow. But it's not my daddy, and I'll cry every time I say it's this. Okay. It's not my daddy yeah. addicted. No. It is my daddy yes. the way Jesus sees my daddy. Yes. Amen, Lila. And so <laughs> I run towards him, and he runs towards me. Yes. And we embrace, and my daddy just laid me across the slab, and he used to do that when I was a little girl, and he would rub my back. Mm-hmm. And in my dream, um, I knew I had cancer in my dream, and my daddy laid me across his back, his lap, and it was rubbing my back, and he kept saying over and over again, it's okay, mm-hmm. it's going to be okay, mm-hmm. it's going to be okay, it's going to be okay. And I woke up, and I had a little flutter, mm-hmm. and I said out loud, Jesus, it's going to be okay. Be okay. And I haven't dealt with that since. Amen. And I'm not going to. Nope. But if I would have gave up. Yes. If I would have quit. Yeah. If I would have said, all right, hands in, I'm done. Right. This is too much to handle. Yeah. And even looking at my life today, looking at my life today, everything in my house is breaking all at one time. <laughs> it happens like that. <laughs> if one thing goes out, the next thing, and it's like, all right, Lord, yes. I'm not trying to hit on my savings. <laughs> I've been hitting on myself. <laughs> but I'm just saying, we are going to have times where we want to throw in the towel. And listen, quitting's easy. Now, by nature, I am a quitter. By nature, I am a quitter. Now, I find but that hard to believe. Well, I, know. <laughs> I find that hard to believe because mm-hmm. I, I don't see that at all in you. But that's important for you to say that because if mm-hmm. I am with you and we do do life together, mm-hmm. um, and we are alike in ways, and we're so different in ways, because Lord, we're alike where it counts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't see that in you. I see you, like you, you've drawn things out of me. You, you push me to, to, I guess, tap into the talents that I guess I have, or whatever, or seek up, have. or do, yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't see that, and I don't think everybody else, and it doesn't, I mean, I know it, it matters what he thinks of us, but mm-hmm. our perceptions of what people have, that's important for you to say that. Mm-hmm. Because if, if I, I see... I work hard at not quitting. I love you for saying that. That's yes. beautiful. Yes. I work hard at not quitting, but by nature, I am a quitter. But I work hard at not quitting. Because mm-hmm. um, it'd be too easy to quit. It would be too easy to quit, right? Right. Narrow is the way. Yes. That's what it says. It Narrow is the way. Yeah. So yeah. we dig in when it gets when it gets tough. We do. And I want to say this, too. Um, we do a great job as Christians acting like everything's okay all the time. All the time. Everything's okay. I'm going to mm-hmm. po- post all the okayness mm-hmm. on um, social media. I'm going to make my life look beautiful. I'm not going to mm-hmm. share any of the bad mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but I do want to say transparency in the life of a Christian is the most beautiful thing I have ever seen. Yes. And you will touch more lives being transparent with people than you will with being fake. Just be real. Just be real. Just be real. That's why we love each other so much. Because mm-hmm. what you see is what you get. <laughs> I, keep it, I keep it real. I mean, you really do keep it real now. <laughs> <laughs> I keep it 100. <laughs> You're such a mess. And uh, and. Laughter and mm-hmm. and I you know I talked about that I think on one I can't remember 
maybe maybe not the podcast, but a Bible study or something somewhere. Maybe the My Story thing that we did in Opelika that day. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Um, I know we've talked about it because you've mentioned it to me before, and I'm like, did I say that? I guess I said that. I, I, ha- I dealt with perfection. I dealt with the spirit of perfection. I don't think that's from God, to be honest. And um, and trying to fit into a mold and be this super Christian and and, and talk a certain way and be a certain way and, and be a true lady and all those things in between. And, and being a lady is important. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was uh, binding and it was uh, there was no freedom. And he has set me free because I'm naturally silly. Mm-hmm. And I want to be silly. He gave me that. That's it. I think that's one of my gifts. <laughs> I mean, I make you laugh. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but perfectionism, like you're saying, we put on this our gang faces, and we're not transparent, and we're not real, and so we just all walk around, and we play. We play church, and we play life, and we pretend, and it's not good. Mm-mm. It's not good. It's not good. Mm-mm. It's not. Okay, so I did look up, because I always do this on every, don't, so don't jank on me, but um, when it says, wait for the Lord, stay where one is, or delay an action until a particular time. So when he says, wait on me, he wants you to stay where you are, delay action on that, wait on him, mm-hmm. wait on him. What is he t- telling you in those moments? Um, or until something else happens. And when he says remain, the same thing, stay in the place that one has been occupying, stay there, continue to possess a particular quality or fulfill a particular role. Um, and then I looked up take heart, um, and what I found um said a bunch of stuff that, that wasn't really relatable to me, so I, I took bits and pieces and then put it up how I could. You'll be done soon. Mm-hmm. Just take heart. Mm-hmm. Be encouraged, right? In this in this life, you're going to have trials and tribulations, but take heart. Be encouraged, Lila. I've got things coming for you, and that's kind of, you're, you've experienced those things and you've seen on the other side what it's like not to quit, mm-hmm. you know, and it is easy. I've been there, and I've said this plenty of times, where I've stared and just stared mm-hmm. like it, I, I quit, and I, the only thing I had, Lila Young, was I trust you, Lord, mm-hmm. that's all I could say out loud, because I had no control over what was going on, right? I had no control over any of that. So, um, okay, so he's, he's saying to be encouraged, and then I um, went down. In John 16, 33, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you'll have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Um, and then taking heart, like you said, is an action. You have to put it into practice. It takes work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I found out something about you tonight. I didn't know that about you while I go. About <laughs> your, I, don't, I still don't believe it. All right, we have to choose to do it. We have to be careful not to lose heart throughout our trials and troubles, sadness, grief, all those things that come. Mm-hmm. Right, that's that's going to come. Um, and then I wrote down just from brainstorming for me. Mm-hmm. Keon, be careful not to, one, uh, listen to the wrong people. That's right. That's why we surround ourselves with each other. We, you and I don't always agree. No. I remember one, <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time I was walking, and I said, I don't remember what it was. And he said, I hear you, but I, I don't think that way. And I was like, this is why I love her, because she's like my mama. She walks around like, this is my mama. I'm talking to my mama right now. I'm waiting for you to start calling me Kimberly and getting in trouble. <laughs> and then, two, we can let the problem make itself bigger than God. Mm-hmm. And then I put down, um, for me, like, believe in the lies. For me, one of the things within the last 
I can just say the last few weeks is um, what he told me, and I heard it. I didn't hear it audibly like Tammy said she heard the Lord, but I heard, I hear it in my, I hear him, whatever that entity is, a dynamic of God, I can tell mm-hmm. you that, is um, a laughter, mm-hmm. like he's mocking me. Keep telling everybody that love wins, and I'm going to keep knocking them out. And that's everybody around me, and I have heard that. And I can still laugh in his face because God does. That's right. We've, and, we've read the end of the book. He, God wins, and God is love. That's what the Bible says. God is love. God is love. So we win either way. Either way. And we spend a lot of time, um, and it's in our it's in our nature. Mm-hmm. I mean, we still have to put down our flesh every day, but mm-hmm. we spend a lot of time worrying about things we can't control. Yes. Or fearing things. Fear, the basis of all fear is control. Mm-hmm. So we we fear, we worry, we do all this stuff, and listen, stop. just stop just put it down and you might say hey you don't know what I'm going through listen I can match you sob story for sob story but I'm not going to that's right because it is all in how it's your perspective it is is all in how you look at it and and you can change your thought process Mm -hmm. um if you're a negative thinker like I am Mm -hmm. for instance the other day I said I have to do something now I start saying I have to go to work. I mean, we're in unprecedented times. I'm so tired of hearing that. But in these unprecedented times, don't quit. You yes. don't quit. You yeah. don't quit you church. Don't quit. You don't quit getting in the Word. You don't quit praying. You don't quit digging in. You don't quit. Because I'm going to tell you, the Lord's going to bless you. Do you remember the story in the Bible mm-hmm. where um, he's fighting the angel and he touches his mm-hmm. hip. Is it Samuel? I can't remember. I don't remember. I'm going to say it's the wrong person, but it's every, okay because y'all going to know. <laughs> yeah, I need to hear this too. This is probably when you got when you was little. I, I miss those yes. stories. <laughs> um, I don't remember his name, but he um, was crossing a river and he sent his family ahead to meet his brother. Mm-hmm. And um, as he's there, he is. I think it's Jacob. As he's there, as a matter of fact, I know it's Jacob. All right, <laughs> as he's there, he sent his family on ahead to meet his brother. Um, the Lord visits him, and they start fighting. And so the Bible says that they are going back and forth, and, and Jacob grabs the Lord and says, I will not let you go until you bless me. Wow. And when we're talking about don't quit, don't quit. Listen, dig in. Mm. Dig in. I don't care if it's moment by moment by moment. I have one of my best friends. Her name is Alyssa. <laughs> she um, lost her husband, Um and then a year later, lost her daughter. Wow. And then, mm-hmm. like, six months later, lost a brother. And then a year mm-hmm. later, another brother. And listen, I, I would hold her, and we would breathe moment by moment. And that's what I would say. All right. Well, we would say, Jesus, 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 mm-hmm. Jesus, Jesus. And if that's what you got to do to dig in, mm-hmm. dig your heels in and say it over and over Just again. Say his name. And, I, and I'm talking to people who are struggling with addiction yes. or have some mental health issues, struggling with depression. Listen. Get up. Get up. Dig your heels in. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to people who are fighting for their children. Amen. Get up. Mm-hmm. Dig your heels mm-hmm. in. Don't give up. Mm-hmm. Don't give up. Do not quit. Right. Do not quit. Do not quit. You grab a hold of Jesus and make him bless you. And Amen. he's going to. He's going to bless you. This is why I love having these conversations <laughs> with you. We do this over coffee and tea. Mm-hmm. Well, mostly tea. Mm-hmm. Um, 
those are the kind of stories Shane tells me because I, I missed some of that when I was little, and we don't talk about a lot of those stories anymore in church, and we should. Yes, so, we should. Because that's important it for me to, because that was good. I think, I feel like I've heard bits and pieces of that story in the scriptures, mm-hmm. but I needed to hear and that. And if I said the name wrong, please forgive me. <laughs> it's okay, because I didn't know any different, but the message was there. That's, that's all that right. matters. <laughs> um, all right, so I'm going to read this, and then I'm going to let you finish off with it, whatever you want to say, because this is your story. Um, and you're right, things that you're sharing is not your entire story. Mm-hmm. It's not just, it's just a part of your story. You got, we could sit here for four hours and I would listen because you got some <laughs> great stuff to share. Um, but I get the privilege of trying to sing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do worship now. I worship. Mm-hmm. Um, and you sing beautifully. Thank you, It's got a little bit of a country twang. Just a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> um, but I have been listening. Oh, is it Maverick? Mm-hmm. Does that, that, you know, I'm loving Maverick that. Maverick City. Okay, Maverick City. Mm-hmm. See, you keep me straight. Uh, that Like I have 50, like they're my favorite. And mm-hmm. so um, when you were saying dig in, don't give up, and you're talking about, you know, you, we think we have control. I was having a conversation with somebody in the car, and I was telling her, you know, you just don't really have control. You just got to give it to them and just say out loud. Trust. That's why I was looking at you smiling because I was like, okay, you're so cool, God. Um, but when, you, when we say the things that we say on here, there's going to be somebody that um, they need to know how. And so one of the things God's been teaching me, and we say this, like we said, like we play church, we say these things that sound so great, but how, and my thing is, you know, do you pray? Do you, like, do you pray? Like, do you, do you speak to the Lord, not babbling on like pagans and, you know, all that jazz? Do you, do you have a conversation throughout the day? Do you, like you and I right now, this is, like, if we were talking to the Lord, this is how I pray. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of the things he's been telling me is baby steps, my child, and things like this is coming from the songs that we've been singing, mm-hmm. that I've been singing when I'm getting ready in the morning or whatever. Um, to you, it may seem nothing. Um, and he says it a little bit different, but for me, um, baby steps, my child, to you it may seem nothing, but you make me proud. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, God, because if I take the baby steps, if I dig in and do the best I can, like you and your friend Alyssa, and just say, Jesus, Jesus, and just breathe, mm-hmm. then he's going to meet me and do the rest. That's all I got to do, right? Okay. So then, so this song, you're going to know this. You probably have sung this your whole life. Um, And I'm just going to read it, because when I read it, it sinks into my spirit. What a friend Mm -hmm. we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear. Mm -hmm. And what a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. This is my favorite part, and I wish I could (laughs) sing it like him. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Mm -hmm. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Mm-hmm. Have we trials and temptations? Is there trouble anywhere? We should never be discouraged. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Can we find a friend so faithful who will all our sorrows share? Jesus knows, Lila, our every weakness. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Amen. Amen. So is there anything else that you would like to finish off with? Because... I do want to say, um, when we talk about surrendering to the Lord, um, I used to really seek on what that meant, surrendering everything to the Lord. Like I said earlier, I lay it down, I pick it back up, lay it down, pick it back up, and I catch myself worrying about it again. Um, And listen, you might have to surrender over and over and over and over, but all it is is just like you said, a simple prayer, Mm -hmm. it's baby steps. Mm -hmm. 
you give it to God. Yep. And every time you pick it back up, you give it to Him again. And it's okay. And the Lord can handle your honesty. It's okay. That's right. It's okay. It's okay. And my last part is don't quit. Don't quit. Dig in. Mm-hmm. I like the dig in part. I do too. I do dig too. your heels in. Dig your heels in. Get up, mm-hmm. Kim. Get up. Yes. Don't just sit there and wallow. Get up. Life is going to happen. Yes. It is going to happen. Yeah. It, like Kim said earlier, in this life, we're going to have something. You're going to have something. something. If you hadn't had something yet, it's coming. I promise you. We yeah. do not. And here, here, I got a news flash for everybody. We do not get out of here alive. We're going mm-hmm. to have something. Right. But don't sit in it. Mm-hmm. Don't sit in it. Mm-hmm. Get up. Mm-hmm. Get up. Don't stay stuck. Get up. Get up. Don't quit. Dig in. Dig your heels in and move on. Amen. You can choose to have a bad day, but bad day is not a lifetime. One bad day is not a lifetime. No, it's not. Have it and then move on. Yeah. Don't Focus quit. on the good. Amen. I love you. No, I love you too. You're my favorite. You're my favorite. (laughs) We won't tell Shane and Roy that. Oh, oh, this is recorded. Sorry. I'll tell them. I'm going to pray. Lord, thank you for Lila. Um, Man, she's just, I don't know that I've met anybody quite like her. She's beautiful um, inside, outside, but just mostly she's just real. She's authentic. Um, We need authenticity. in our worship, in our relationships, um, and I just appreciate that about her. I appreciate the goodness that she brings to our church, to our family. Uh, you know, Lincoln Man loves her because he, you know, children are real good, Lord. They're real good at knowing goodness, and I appreciate that. And I appreciate her family, her children. Um, they're doing awesome things. And Roy, I just, I just thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you that she's a leader in worship at our church. Um, she is a prayer warrior for people, and she's just got a just a light about herself when she walks into a room. She's very kind. She's aware of who's not been introduced. If somebody's new at the church, I love watching her work in that field, um, just the gifts that you've given her. So, um, And I thank you for the friendships that you're building, Father. And Lord, just thank you. I just want to say thank you. I think that's really all I have. Thank you for... The word that you gave her, you know, don't quit. You dig in and you've got it. Just give it. We just got to give it to you, Father, and we trust you. And thank you for reminding us to trust you. You're a good, good father, um, and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.